brought to you by Trade Doubler, delivering smarter results. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of Marketing Share, the podcast that looks to the future of marketing, data, social, and what the society might have to say about all of this. My name is Antti Eronen, and I work as a publisher manager for Trade Doubler in Finland. And uh, my name is Jonas Bosson, and I work with big data and behavioral targeting at Trade Doubler in Sweden. Which is really cool stuff. Um, last time we talked about ad blockers. And uh, today we will talk about ad fraud and how to avoid ad fraud. Or can you actually even avoid it completely? Now, studies are saying that over 30% of ad impressions and uh, ad clicks are maybe caused by bots. And not just maybe, but they are. Um, this is getting crazy. Um, and now that the Bitcoin as a currency is tumbling down, because it really does look a bit like that at the moment, Will maybe a part of that mining power go into click mining next? And will we have even more fake browsers running out there simulating users? Are networks and publishers selling invisible ads? This is about ad fraud. So what are we getting ourselves into here? Well, um, there's plenty of talk about this. I mean, we have a Wall Street Journal saying that uh, we will spend 7 billion globally in ad fraud. Ooh, that's a So huge there's problem. certainly money in it. Yeah, yeah. So um and there's a lot of people doing this. Um the because uh, the Association of National Advertisers in the United States um said in the study that um about 3 to 37% of ad impressions on different publications were created by bots. And uh, compared to the prior study, the bot traffic was 2 to 22. So it's actually growing in high numbers. Um, and these are numbers that smaller publishers especially might not be aware of. They're looking at their impressions and they're saying, hey, we've got a lot of people visiting our sites. We've got a lot of people reading through our articles. And they might be basing some of their guesses, some of their... Um, choices in, in creating content on, on false numbers as well. It should be noted that um, this is especially a fast-growing problem with video ads, but display follows suit pretty well. Um, is this a modern-day ver modern version of the um, classic 50% rule in marketing, which is that half of the money I spend in marketing is going to waste, but um, I wish I only knew which part. Wasn't uh, digital advertising supposed to get rid of all of that? Weren't we supposed to get highly targeted impressions and uh, clicks from real people? Well, uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were, but we're not getting yeah, that but right I now. Mean, we're getting that. We're getting better. We, we can measure stuff. I mean, if you had a newspaper, uh, you wouldn't look at all the ads in the newspaper. And, and most of the ads would be bad media placement. Mm. Uh, so going digital, we get more, you know, we get more analytical, we get more data, and we start to look at the numbers. And of course, we're seeing really high number of what we call frauds. And in some cases, there are frauds, and in some, some cases, they're not. So this is Tell really, me about that. I mean, this is, it's a big gray area, actually, where we can suspect fraud, 
Yeah. And a lot of places. But it's really hard to say that it is fraud. Uh, well, in some cases it's not, but then, then it gets obvious. Um, what, what's an obvious case? Well, it's not obvious from start. And that's, that's this part of the problem, right? A user you've never seen before uh, shows up. There is no misbehavior on this publisher's behalf uh, from before. So you can't say that uh, you can't add a probability on this side yeah. saying that this, 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 they look this like much a nice problem. Guy yeah, so it far. looks like a nice guy from start. But after a while, you will recognize that there is a su- suspicious pattern. Yeah. So um, obviously, it, it, we end up with big data. Yeah. Uh, to track this down and we need quite a lot of data because what we do get as a uh, demand side platform when buying ad space from from publisher is roughly a million uh, bid requests for ads per second that is a lot of requests yes it is so um then you're talking about really obvious you know bots that behave in a way that a human being could never ever behave but bots are getting and the creators of bots are getting pretty creative they're getting pretty realistic um what are we talking about here what what are the kind of methods that bots are using to scam the ad networks i mean the game itself is based on that it's easy to automate both impressions and clicks Mm -hmm. and since publishers get paid by those uh it's something where you have to measure quite a lot of information to actually know if it is a bot or not. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, in, in the end, it's only machine-to-machine communication and you're trying to decide whether or not there is a person behind the browser. That's right. And, uh, of course, you can do that, but it, it's, it's not something that you can discover immediately. What are the things that that machine on the other end has to be looking at to even have a slightly... Uh, sophisticated guess about this well ad, ad fraud covers generated impressions mm-hmm. uh, it covers generated clicks it covers also hidden ads um, right right so so-called so bad media placements which yeah. are sometimes really bad yeah exactly so that that's that could be the gray zone which turns into the dark zone pretty uh-huh. easily uh, and uh, you can also misrepresent users you could have uh, add-ons to your browser basically grouping users together or 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 adding page visits that are not real Uh, you could have low quality sites that that basically only serve lots and lots of ads like yeah yeah and you can also have ad injections basically from apps or from pages where you have iframes and Mm -hmm. into into those one times one pixel small frames push a lot of ads but all of these things can be detected. If you have enough intelligence in your ads, then you can immediately mark this, both this publisher and this user as someone taking part in ad fraud. Right, right. And also it's actually, it's from two sides. Some fraudulent publishers are, are buying really low quality traffic. And if you ask them, they might claim that they don't know where the traffic is coming. Well, they definitely don't know where the traffic is coming from. Um, but they might also claim that they don't didn't know that it's bot traffic. But uh, <laughs> if you get cheap enough traffic, you might have to suspect that that's not going to be real people, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, buying traffic is... This is where it gets hazardous. Um, yeah. And you really have to 
to, as a publisher, make sure that you don't end up in, in this low-quality publisher hole that you right. actually fall into if you don't watch yourself where you're buying traffic from. Uh, ad networks, certainly, they're looking at you. They're looking at all the publishers, seeing what, what kind of frequencies they pick up on these ad fraud types uh, that we just discussed and they will count the numbers <laughs> and yeah. they will tell you to get out of their network or, or get in line sure thing right um so what do you think where is it easier to catch the bots um can you do it on all sites or are there some sites that are easier to monitor yeah i mean when you're buying ads if the prices are too low <laughs> where you're buying then then you're probably buying a lot of bot traffic mm -hmm. um, i mean the market discounts uh these 30 percent in in its price mm -hmm. so you should look to ad networks that are better at doing their filtering essentially yeah, yeah. and there are ways to do this i mean you could for instance look at how long the session of the user has been how long they've been you can actually track a user mm -hmm. that tells a bit about if it's a bot or not and certainly you can detect if a user is a bot by looking at the frequency of, of page visits and mm. and what what pages a user is visiting but from the technical perspective is there some types of sites where also for the publisher it's easier to uh, recognize that or on some sites is it hard to find the right methods or, or, or the tools. I guess you need help to do this. I mean, you need help from a partner that knows user tracking mm -hmm. and has a lot of this data to actually be able to research what is bot traffic and not. Yeah. Then you need a good companion in doing this. There was a 2015 study, uh, I think in September, by researchers from several European universities Uh, noting that while YouTube is far ahead the competition in recognizing bot traffic, it's still charging for fake views. I wonder if that's the situation right now. But um, but all in all, what do you think? Like, is is are the ad suppliers uh, reacting to the um, reality of fraudulent traffic? There are ways of trying to get the quality up. I mean, if if you are using for instance, retargeting, then you actually have had a visit from this user. Mm -hmm. The problem is that this user can come with a bot companion. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So there might be a lot of traffic generated from the same user that is fraudulent. Mm -hmm. uh, but but you will actually, you you can you can separate that by by picking the right sites where you want to, your, to serve your ads. Sure. Uh, another thing that you can do is use machine learning. Yeah. Uh, I mean... By, by looking at behavior targeting, you will actually look at users that do convert, do generate sales. Right. And, and by doing that, you, you're probably discarding a lot of the bots and exactly. getting a lot closer to, to a lower fraud margin. <laughs> yeah. So do you think that um, all in all, ad networks that are capable of tracking the last mile, so to speak, until the very conversion are in a better position to to tackle this kind of fraud in the future. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, if you if you all track it all the way to the sale, it's then it's much harder to actually be a bot because then you have to pay for the product. That's right. Unless of course you've 
been uh, accumulating some bitcoins of your own <laughs> while you're uh, you know during the downtime whatever that might be for an ad fraud bot um okay well we're maybe getting ahead of us there but i don't know if that's too too far in the distance where you where you might have um once you're a bot who generates real purchases then you look really pretty damn real don't you <laughs> yeah i mean we could certainly fake a couple of purchases if it if that's what it takes i mean you can there is there is enough impressions served in between purchases to to fool anyone about that so <laughs> that's right Ooh, well that's uh if anybody out there is listening and considering running this kind of an operation don't do it don't try this at home very well um there's a lot to cover here so let's keep the conversation going and let us know what you think and send us a message through our website at marketingshare.co or and follow us on twitter and message us there where our handle is at mshareco thanks for listening and we'll talk to you more very soon Brought to you by Trade Doubler, delivering smarter results.